The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Hey, guess what? It's Friday. Thank you, Lord. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday, November 19th, 2021. Friday of the 33rd week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, this is liturgical year B, cycle one. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. And our saint today is Saint Raphael Kalinovsky. Born in 1835, inside the Russian partition of the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth in the city of Vilnius. He was a discalced Carmelite friar, a teacher, an engineer, prisoner of war, royal tutor, and priest who founded many monasteries around Poland after the suppression by the Russians. St. Raphael Kalinowski died November 15, 1907. St. Raphael, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus, I unite myself to your perpetual, unceasing, universal sacrifice. I offer myself to you every day of my life and every moment of every day, according to your most holy and adorable will. Since you have been the victim of my salvation, I wish to be the victim of your love. Accept my desire, take my offering, and graciously hear my prayer. Let me live for love of you. Let me die for love of you. Let my last heartbeat be an act of perfect love. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that people who suffer from depression or burnout will find support and a light that opens them up to life. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, Intercede for me. Today, the Gospel reminds us of that moment when Jesus entered the temple area. And there, he found himself with a temple full of people who were selling things. It's hard for us to understand this because in our modern time they don't usually sell things in churches unless it's like a souvenir shop on the side and it's really not a big deal. But back in the temple of our Lord, Jews had many sacrifices at the temple and people would come from all over the world. Some people think even up to 400,000 pilgrims would come to Jerusalem during the big important feasts to make sacrifices in the temple. And of course, for their sacrifices, what was prescribed was to 
sacrifices of animals. And so there would be people in the temple to facilitate that. They would sell the animals. And of course, people would come from all over the world, so they would have different kinds of coins, and they would have to change them into a coin that would allow them to buy their animals for the sacrifices. And so, as in every other culture, when there is a need, people find ways to provide for that, and they, if they, may, if they can make money out of it, that's what they do. Like when you're, remember, when I was living in Rome, and it would start raining, you would immediately see all these people coming out selling umbrellas. Why? Because people were, didn't have any umbrellas, and you have a lot of tourists walking around, and there's a lot of money, and so people are selling umbrellas. That's what people need. And so here in the temple, people needed animals for the sacrifices. There were people selling them. There were people needed to change their money, and so people were there changing the money to make a buck or two. But Jesus, of course, doesn't appreciate this. He understands that people need to buy things for the sacrifices, but the temple is not the place for that. Jesus, as he is pushing these people out of the temple, he says, it is written, my house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. My house is a house of prayer. It's not the place for you to be selling and buying stuff. Not because he understood the need for, for animals, but obviously there was people that were making money out of this, and people that were probably extortion or extortioning others, selling at a high price, and who knows what things that happen in these situations. And Jesus was not pleased because these people were not there to pray. They were there to make money, were there to make a benefit out of this religious belief, maybe without any faith in themselves. And of course, this doesn't happen nowadays in our churches, hopefully. But I think this helps us look at our own soul. Because we need to remember that St. Paul tells us in the letter of Corinthians, do you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God with your body. We are temples of the Holy Spirit. Just like the temple in Jerusalem, we have God within us. And maybe we need to ask ourselves, how is my temple inside? How clean is this place where I'm receiving Jesus? In the Eucharist, especially when I go to Mass. But all the time, when I pray, when I'm out there with my friends, when I'm at work, what do I put inside my body? Not only in terms of food, and it's good to eat healthy, it's good to live an hour of abstinence before we receive the Eucharist, 
not only good but necessary. But also, how do we feed our soul? What kind of things do we read? What kind of things do we watch? Obviously, we need to avoid all those things that can contaminate our soul, that can corrupt it and make it a place that can be called maybe by God a den of thieves because it's full of indecent pictures, inappropriate content that we watch on the internet or on TV, frivolous readings or videos, unnecessary images, and sometimes we spend so much time just watching things that are not necessary, videos about whatever, right? people dancing, people doing cool tricks, or animals, right, just doing cute things. And again, it's not like many times those videos are not bad in themselves, but if we fill up our hearts and our souls with those things, then will there be a place for God when he comes? Or will he find our souls, our hearts corrupted, full of things that really are not meant to be there, things that take the place of God, things that maybe don't allow us to pray because we're distracted. And when we sit down to pray, our imagination goes back to all those things we've been watching. Our mind goes back into all that curiosity. And maybe we have, even worse, a cell phone nearby, then we just go back to that curiosity and we Google something and we look for something and we read this piece of news. And again, so many things out there that can keep us distracted. Some of them good, of course, part of our life, professional work, politics, things that are going on in our world. But how do we protect our souls? How do we protect ourselves from that content? How do we keep our temple, our soul, the temple of the Holy Spirit clean for God to enter and find himself comfortable? Just like we would when someone important visits our home, we clean up, we make sure everything looks good, smells good. We want to give a good impression so that people feel comfortable enough to stay and they don't feel like they want to walk away. Well, in the same way, God is entering into our home, into our soul. Is he comfortable there? Does he find himself at ease? Or does he have to move all the trash out of the couch so he can sit? Or does he find us too distracted with things of this world to engage in conversation with us? Because maybe we don't have time for him. All good questions to our, ourselves. All good things to meditate about during these days, especially as we approach the time of Advent, as we start getting ready for Christmas, the coming of our Lord Jesus. What a good time to look into our hearts and declutter, pushing things out, making sure that Jesus finds a good, comfortable place, making sure that our heart, our soul, our body is not a den of thieves. 
just ask Jesus to come into our heart just like he came into the temple and push everything out so that only he will find place, comfortable place, a clean place to stay forever. Thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 15 past the hour. We'll begin this day of prayer next. This is Daybreak. It's Friday of the 33rd week in Ordinary Time, November 19th, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this day of prayer joining with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will will proclaim your praise. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth, and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. Come then, let us bow down and worship, Bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God and we are His people. The flock He shepherds. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord. For God's great love is without end. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. 
Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us give thanks to the Lord, for God's great love is without end. Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid. Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid. O Lord, plead my cause against my foes. Fight those who fight me. Take up your buckler and shield. Arise to help me. O Lord, say to my soul, I am your salvation. But my soul shall be joyful in the Lord and rejoice in his salvation. My whole being will say, Lord, who is like you, who rescue the weak from the strong and the poor from the oppressor? Lying witnesses arise and accuse me unjustly. They repay me evil for good. My soul is forlorn. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid. All-powerful Lord, stand by me and defend me. All-powerful Lord, stand by me and defend me. When they were sick, I went into mourning, afflicted with fasting. My prayer was ever on my lips, as for a brother, a friend. I went as though mourning a mother, bowed down with grief. Now that I am in trouble, they gather. They gather and mock me. They take me by surprise and strike me and tear me to pieces. They provoke me with mockery on mockery and gnash their teeth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. All-powerful Lord, stand by me and defend me. My tongue will speak of your goodness all the day long. My tongue will speak of your goodness all the day long. O Lord, how long will you look on? Come to my rescue. Save my life from these raging beasts, my soul from these lions. I will thank you in the great assembly. Amid the throng I will praise you. Do not let my lying foes rejoice over me. Do not let those who hate me unjustly wink eyes at each other. O Lord, you have seen. Do not be silent. Do not stand afar off. Awake, stir to my defense, to my cause, O God. Let there be joy for those who love my cause. Let them say without end, Great is the Lord who delights in the peace of his servant. Then my tongue shall speak of your justice all day long of your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Lord, you rescue the poor from their oppressors and you rose to the aid of your beloved Son against those who unjustly sought his life. Look on your church as we journey to you, that the poor and weak may recognize the help you provide and proclaim your saving act. My tongue will speak of your goodness all the day long. My son, take my words to heart. Do as I say, and you will live. From the book of the prophet Zechariah. Thus says the Lord, On that day I will seek the destruction of all nations that come against Jerusalem. I will pour out on the house of David and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem a spirit of grace and petition, and they shall look on him who they have thrust through, and they shall mourn for him as one mourns for an only son and they shall grieve over him as one grieves over a firstborn. 
on that day, the morning in Jerusalem shall be as great as the morning of Hadarimnon in the plain of Megiddo, and the land shall mourn each family apart. On that day there shall be open to the house of David and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem a fountain to purify from sin and uncleanness. On that day, says the Lord of hosts, I will destroy the names of the idols from the land so that they shall be mentioned no more. I will also take away the prophets in the spirit of uncleanness from the land. If a man still prophesies, his parents, father, and mother shall say to him, You shall not live because you have spoken a lie in the name of the Lord. When he prophesies, his parents, father and mother, shall thrust him through. On that day, every prophet shall be ashamed to prophesy his vision. Neither shall he assume the hairy mantle to mislead, but he shall say, I am no prophet. I am a tiller of the soil, for I have owned land since my youth. And if anyone asks him, What are these wounds on your chest? He shall answer, With these I was wounded in the house of my dear ones. Awake, O sword, against my shepherd, against the man who is my associate, says the Lord of hosts. Strike the shepherd, that the sheep may be dispersed, and I will turn my hand against the little ones. In all the land, says the Lord, two-thirds of them shall be cut off and perish, and one-third shall be left. I will bring the one-third through fire, and I will refine them as silver is refined, and I will test them as gold is tested. They shall call upon my name, and I will hear them. I will say, They are my people, and they shall say, The Lord is my God. The Word of the Lord Tonight your faith in me will be shaken, for Scripture says, I will, I will strike, strike the, the shepherd, shepherd and, and the sheep, sheep of the flock will be scattered. Awake, O sword, and strike my shepherd, the man who is my companion, says the Lord. I, I will strike, strike the shepherd, shepherd and, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. A reading from a treatise on the kingdom of Jesus by St. John Eudes, priest. We must strive to follow and fulfill in ourselves the various stages of Christ's plan, as well as his mysteries, and frequently beg him to bring them to completion in us and in the whole church. For the mysteries of Jesus are not yet completely perfected and fulfilled. They are complete indeed in the person of Jesus, but not in us, who are his members, nor in his church, which is his mystical body. The Son of God wills to give us a share in his mysteries, and somehow to extend them to us. He wills to continue them in us, and in his universal church. This is brought about first, through the graces he has resolved to impart to us, and then through the works he wishes to accomplish in us through these mysteries. This is his plan for fulfilling his mysteries in us. For this reason, St. Paul says that Christ is being brought to fulfillment in his church, and that all of us contribute to this fulfillment, and thus he achieves the fullness of life, that is, the mystical stature that he has in his mystical body, 
which will reach completion only on Judgment Day. In another place, Paul says, I complete in my own flesh what is lacking in the sufferings of Christ. This is the plan by which the Son of God completes and fulfills in us all the various stages and mysteries. He desires us to perfect the mystery of his incarnation and birth by forming himself in us and by being reborn in our souls through the blessed sacraments of baptism and the Eucharist. He fulfills his hidden life in us, hidden with him in God. He intends to perfect the mysteries of his passion, death, and resurrection by causing us to suffer, die, and rise again with him and in him. Finally, he wishes to fulfill in us the state of his glorious and immortal life, when he will cause us to live a glorious eternal life with him and in him in heaven. In the same way, he would complete and fulfill in us and in his church his other stages and mysteries. He wants to give us a share in them and to accomplish and continue them in us. So it is that the mysteries of Christ will not be completed until the end of time, because he has arranged that the completion of his mysteries in us and in the church will only be achieved at the end of time. I rejoice in my sufferings. In In my my body I do all that I can to fill up what has yet to be endured by Christ for the sake of his body, the church. For this I struggle and press on with the power of Christ working in me to make me strong. In my body, I do all that I can to fill up what has yet to be endured by Christ for the sake of his body, the church. Father of all that is good, keep us faithful in serving you, for to serve you is our lasting joy. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. 24 minutes before the hour. Today's gospel is coming up in just a few minutes in conversation with God and morning prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. On Friday, November 19th, 2021, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, Jesus lays it on the line to the money changers and merchants in the temple area from the 19th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. And he entered the temple and began to drive out those who sighed. It is written, My house shall be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. And he was teaching daily in the temple. The chief priests and the scribes and the principal men of the people sought to destroy him. But they did not find anything they could do, for all the people hung upon his words. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, all of the daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Our lives are filled with rituals, some small, some much more important. A ritual, if performed properly, 
is simply an external expression of the heart. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5, Ordinary Time. My house shall be a house of prayer. What a wonderful clarity there is in this unforgettable expression. We have to honor God's intention. Let us go to the Lord's house with love, joy, and deep respect. God himself is waiting for us there. We are all very familiar with the kind of ceremonial associated with state occasions, political life, academic convocations, and sporting events such as the Olympics. We know that these functions have evolved a certain protocol which must be adhered to. This is something that is taken very seriously. These ceremonies are enriched by many details that have to do with dress, with order of precedence, and manner of movement. We find that similar traditional formalities apply to courtship and marriage. When people really care for one another, they show their love in little customary details of affection. Thus, the engagement ring is symbolic of the love between a man and a woman. When the man gives his fiancée the ring, he uses a simple ritual act to express his most intimate feelings. The person, after all, is more than a composition of body and mind. He needs to manifest his emotions and beliefs in external actions. When we see someone make a reverent genuflection before the tabernacle, for example, we sense that he or she believes in the presence of God there. The gesture springs from the innermost soul. It helps each and every one of us to have more faith and love. It is edifying to note something Pope John Paul II has said in this regard. As a young man, he was greatly impressed by the simple and sincere piety of his father. The mere fact of seeing him on his knees had a decisive influence on my early years. Christian people manifest their faith in a variety of signs and symbols in their genuflections, in their tone of voice during the liturgy, in the use of incense, in the respect for sacred ornaments and objects, in the dignity of sacred music. The very splendor of the liturgical components facilitates our homage to God. When we study the artistic treasures of the 16th and 17th centuries, we find that an object's value lies in direct proportion to its relation to the Holy Eucharist. In certain sacred vessels, the artist's labors are evident only after close inspection, as if this art were intended for God alone. We should be moved by this kind of love for God towards a stronger faith. The Lord appreciates our greeting whenever we enter His churches. We should greet Him first before anyone else. We should also make the effort necessary to arrive for Holy Mass a few minutes before it begins. How much love do we put into our genuflections? Do we maintain a good posture in the presence of the Lord? Do we show by our actions and behavior that we truly believe in the true presence of the Lord in the tabernacle? In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Sixteen minutes before the hour, Let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. 
that you will accept the true sacrifice offered on your altar. Lord, you will accept the true sacrifice offered on your altar. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. That you may be justified when you give sentence, and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born. A sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart. Then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me, then I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me here rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God. Put a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart, you will not spurn. In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was, was in, in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, he who knew no sin was made sin for us, to save us and restore us to your friendship. Look upon our contrite heart and afflicted spirit and heal our troubled conscience so that in joy and strength of the Holy Spirit we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations. Lord, you will accept the true sacrifice offered on your altar. All the descendants of Israel will glory in the Lord's gift of victory. All the descendants of Israel will glory in the Lord's gift of victory. Truly with you, God, is hidden, the God of Israel, the Savior. Those are put to shame and disgrace who vent their anger against him. Those 
go in disgrace who carve images. Israel, you are saved by the Lord, saved forever. You shall never be put to shame or disgrace in future ages. For thus says the Lord, the Creator of the heavens, who is God, the designer and maker of the earth, who established it, not creating it to be a waste, but designing it to be lived in. I am the Lord, and there is no other. I have not spoken from hiding, nor from some dark place of the earth, and I have not said to the descendants of Jacob, Look for me in an empty waste. I, the Lord, promise justice. I foretell what is right. Come and assemble, gather together, you fugitives among the Gentiles. They are without knowledge who bear wooden idols and pray to gods that cannot save. Come here and declare in council together, who announced this from the beginning and foretold it from of old. Was it not I, the Lord, besides whom there is no other God? There is no just and saving God but me. Turn to me and be safe, all you ends of the earth, for I am God, there is no other. By myself I swear, uttering my just decree and my unalterable word. To me every knee shall bend, by me every tongue shall swear, saying, Only in the Lord are just deeds and power. Before him in shame shall come all who vent their anger against him. In the Lord shall be the vindication and the glory of all the descendants of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, As was, it was in the, in the beginning, beginning, is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. All the descendants of Israel will glory in the Lord's gift of victory. Let us go into God's presence singing for joy. Let us go into God's presence singing for joy. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him, singing for joy. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us. We belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Go within his gates, giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. With joy and gladness we cry out to you, Lord, and ask you, open our hearts to sing your praises and announce your goodness and truth. Let, Let us, us go, go into God's, God's presence, presence singing, singing for joy. A reading from the letter to the Ephesians. Never let evil talk pass your lips. Say only the good things men need to hear, things that will really help them. Do nothing that will sadden the Holy Spirit with whom you were sealed against the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, all passion and anger 
harsh words, slander, and malice of every kind. In place of these, be kind to one another, compassionate, and mutually forgiving, just as God has forgiven you in Christ. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. At daybreak, be merciful to me. At daybreak, be merciful to me. Make known to me the path that I must walk. Be Be merciful to me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. At daybreak, be merciful to me. The Lord has come to his people and set them free. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to to guide guide our feet feet into into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The Lord has come to his people and set them free. Through his cross... The Lord Jesus brought salvation to the human race. We adore him, and in faith we call out to him, Lord, pour out your mercy upon us. Lord, pour out your mercy upon us. Christ, rising sun, warm us with your rays. And restrain us from every evil impulse. Lord, pour out your mercy upon us. Keep guard over our thoughts words, and actions, and make us pleasing in your sight this day. Lord, pour out your mercy upon us. Turn your gaze from our sinfulness, and cleanse us from our iniquities. Lord, pour out your mercy upon us. Through your cross and resurrection, fill us with the consolation of the Spirit. Lord, pour out your mercy upon us. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God, our Father, you conquer the darkness of ignorance by the light of your word. Strengthen within our hearts the faith you have given us. Let not temptation ever quench the fire that your love has kindled within us. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Advent is only nine days away. Now is the time to sign up for Father Rocky's daily Advent inspirations. Go to RelevantRadio.com or the Relevant Radio app. Morning Air is next. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's get together again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.